All right, let me just go ahead and start this. I don't have all my my notes together, my thoughts together, or anything like that, but I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. This is Mr. Benja, Mr. Benja's ADD Experience Live, returning the live experience back to you that I used to have, and I'm doing it again this time, this year in 2023. We're going to see how this keeps on going. I am in my my new studio here. A shout out to all my Kickstarter supporters from, from December. That really stuck with me. I got some great things coming. And as I said, I am going to do this whole podcast thing. But I just wanted to throw up this on Instagram and listen. I wanted to follow up from yesterday because yesterday I spoke about one of the things I brought up was that I, I had this organic wine. And that organic wine was doing me a lot better than the other stuff. The organic wine was fine. It was great. does its job. But I didn't stop to actually tell you that and I want to be genuine with this. This is why I'm doing this. I didn't actually stop to tell you that wine or any other substance that affects your mood, it could be sugar, whatever, it's going to affect how you create. And I'm all about creating. So make sure that you're creating the proper things that you want. Wine messes me up. I don't do it anymore. It, it totally messes up my creative vibe and it messes it up because it, it affects me at the wrong time. There's a time and place for most everything. And uh, right now, when I'm trying to get stuff done, it is not the time for wine at all. And I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, by the way, don't don't mind the don't mind me here. I just schedule got weird today, but I still wanted to come in and do this. So you see I got the hair clips in. I just washed my hair and everything. This I do this myself, by the way. Somebody asked who did my 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 locks for me. Yes, I, I do them. No comment on on that, but I do my own. If you need a locksmith or whatever, I can point you to one, but I do my own personally. And yeah, as I said, I just got out the shower. Wasn't really worried about getting to getting the right shirt on or anything like that. Just came out here and did it. And that's because I'm worried about keeping my flow going. And I will get a better schedule with this, these lives, but I wanted to come in here and do it anyway. This is all about creativity and the creative flow and doing lives and coming and talking to people. It's all a part of that. So that's why all of this that I'm talking about is relevant. So back to the wine. Wine will affect my emotions. It'll affect a lot of people's emotions. That's why they drink white wine, red wine. You have your different classes. They all have slightly different effects. But one thing I noticed was I'm not just talking about the buzz right after or the buzz, you know, later on down the line. I'm talking about after when you've been drinking wine, like a glass a night or whatever, it doesn't even have to be enough to give you a buzz. It can affect your productivity way down the line. And I noticed this when I was getting into a, a routine of where, you know, I'd come home, I'd have a little glass of wine with my dinner and go about my business. And then for a while, I didn't have the wine and I noticed my work was well, my work was still my work. It felt the same on the outside. But when I looked at it, I was like, why was this week more productive than last week? And I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what it was. And I'm one of the kind of people who, when I'm creating something, I want to try to figure out what's making it work and what's not making it happen. And I realized that I, I, I was drinking wine when I wasn't productive. And I was like, okay, well, the buzz, the buzz isn't even much of a buzz. It's at the end of the night when I'm going to sleep anyway. How could that even be affecting things? Because I work during the day. How was, how was the wine affecting that? And what I realized was that it was 
altering my mood for the next day, the day after that, the couple days, and even up to the entire week after really consuming wine, it was still messing with my mood. I didn't like that. And your mood is very important when you're trying to do certain types of work. When you're just trying to get into the flow and get stuff done, get into your robot mode or whatever. Hey, Katharina. Hey, Devin. When you're into your work mode, when you're into your flow, your emotions can cause you to sway different ways than you normally would. When I'm in more of my creative mode, where I'm trying to think of things or I'm trying to feel a certain situation or I'm trying to get in touch with a certain vibe, that's the time for wine. But when I'm just trying to get in and do stuff and I don't need the extra thoughts or these, these outside, not outside, but these other impulses affecting my train of thought, my, my flow, and I realized the wine was doing that. Like days after, days, not like that night or the morning after. I'm talking about days. The buzz is long gone. But these, the things you consume, you know, whether they be physical, mental, social, spiritual, or whatever, the things you consume actually stick with you. So be aware of that when you're doing whatever you do. When you, you know, if you're trying to write a paper, you're trying to work. A lot of times it's hard to see the effects of all the inputs that are coming in. It's hard to see their effect and relate it to your output. But if you can get a baseline, like get a really mundane order of doing things, you'll be able to quickly find out when you add something new to the mix, like, okay, that changed after I added this one thing. Let me take it away and see if I go back to baseline. Take it away and you go back to normal. You'll know that one thing you introduced was the, the issue. If you do that with, you can also take stuff away and have the same effect. Like if you've got pretty much a baseline and say, you know what, all this week I'm going to remove whatever I drink. I eat cereal in the morning. I'm going to remove cereal in the morning and just eat some fruit. See what happens to me. Your physiology will change. Your psychology will change. The way you see things will change because you literally are what you consume. That's just a fact of how, how it is. You've probably all heard the the scientific fact that, you know, you, your body sheds all of its cells in, in like a week or two weeks or whatever, all these cells are replaced. Well, what are they replaced with? Well, your body and your mind, it's all doing its best to replace these cells with what it's given. So I'm not saying don't drink wine. I'm not saying, you know, don't get, don't get high or do whatever. Just realize that it has an effect on, on what you're doing. So I won't say that my feelings were in a bad place, but let me, let me tell you, there, there are different modes that you work in. And uh, the one I call that I was trying to be in was called the robot, what I call the robot. mode. And in robot mode, it's pretty much just get in, you have an input, do one thing, finish that, put it aside, get to the next thing. It's very ordered and structured when I'm in my robot mode. And the, the closer I get to being in a robot mode, it's like things are on schedule. I wake up on time, sleep on time, eat the right things. And that's what robot mode is all about. Just being very structured. It's a very logical, mental way of being. I'll discuss the other three modes at some other point. It's my, my way of looking at things. It's based in psychology. 
but I just boil it down to robot mode. So I was in my robot mode, getting things done, knocking things out. You know, the plan was on paper. And have you ever had the feeling that you've written down a plan, you know what you should be doing, you know what's going to do, do right by you. You have everything you think in order, and then somehow you don't want to do it. Like, everything seemed to be in order. It's like, yeah, I know what I want to do. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I just don't don't do it. I know I'm supposed to get up, but for some reason, you know, I just really, gosh, I just stayed in bed. I don't know why. Or, yeah, I know I'm supposed to, you know, only eat, you know, at, at a certain time, but I got really hungry. I don't know what took me down. I don't know what what made me that, you know, got me out of, out of the mode and I was hungry all of a sudden. When you're feeling these extra impulses, a lot of times it's because you're not fully in that robotic flow state. You're not in that routine. You're not in that, that structure. And a lot of times your body will fight you. This is why people stop going to the gym. You go for, you go for a couple of weeks and your body's like, all right, well, you know, this is a, an exception. Your body thinks it's an exception, right? If you're not going to do it all the time. It's like, oh, okay, we're just, we're just going to the gym because we decided to. That's what your body's telling you. A couple of weeks after you start, your body's like, okay, I'm trying to get back to where we were before and you keep doing this gym thing and you're stressing me out because I don't have all the nutrients. I'm not prepared for this. I'm not accustomed to this, et cetera, et cetera. So your body starts actually fighting back. It thinks that something might be wrong. You have to be nice to yourself. You have to be kind to yourself and actually convince all of your facilities that, yes, I am doing the right thing. This is how it's going to be. I know what I want to do. This is where I want to go. And at the very least, I want to try this out. I want to try this new routine. So you need to get past the little the initial hump where your body's fighting you, you're, you know, you're fighting back. Maybe you're getting up at a different time or whatever. But as I said, for me, I was doing this work and I was getting up on time, doing the right thing. And I was like, I started drifting. My mind started thinking about other things. I was like, well, you know what? I'm sad. I could be sad about anything. But at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm sad that I, I just, I don't feel I am where I should be. I don't think that people are are listening to me. I'm not sure this is worth anything. And this is all false. I mean, these are valid concerns, but it was way too early in the process for me to be having these thoughts. And I couldn't figure out where they were coming from. And as I said, it was the wine and it was messing with my emotions and I couldn't tell. There's so much going on in our lives and we can't tell what the effect is, but it's affecting us. So no, no, you might be asking yourself, well, if, if you don't know what the effect is of something that you're doing, how do you know that you should change it? And as I said, you build a baseline, take something out, you add things, you keep trying, you keep experimenting. But the effects that you're going to see aren't direct. And what I mean by direct is, you know, you press a button and something happens. In society right now, we're used to, if I, if I press this button, 
the microwave is going to be done in 30 seconds. It tells me right there, very clear, you know, three, zero, starts counting down, 29, 28, whatever. You know, you pick up the phone, you download an app, you're, you're, it's right there for you. You you order something from Amazon right away. It says, hey, listen, you're gonna your item is going to ship tomorrow. It's going to be at your door maybe tomorrow night or the, the day after. And you're very keyed into you putting something in and something coming out the other side. Complex systems or, or systems that have a lot of moving parts don't always adjust to these changes very quickly. So with me, I really had to do a lot of searching and like so, no, no one ever told me that that the effects of alcohol or wine could stay in your system for multiple days. And, and really, don't get me wrong here. I'm I'm not saying don't drink at all, but don't try to convince yourself that whatever you're doing is always a good thing. You could be drinking too much water. You could be jogging too much. If it's I don't know whatever. But I had this routine. I realized the wine was messing it up. So a part of me actually said to myself, well, the routine be damned. What I want be damned. You can't tell me I can't drink wine. This is me talking to myself. You can't tell me I can't have a you know a glass of wine every night. What's wrong with you? And that actually, that thought surprised me that I couldn't, that I was telling myself I can't. I, I, I was telling myself, hey, you know, self, you can do whatever you want, even if it goes against what you say you want. I had to change that. I had to stop and pull back and say, what do I really want? Do I even want the taste of wine? Can I change what I desire? Can I change what I, what I feel about these things? Like, and that's, that's a weird case because you know, we're taught to just go, go with our feelings, go with our gut instinct, go with what, uh, you know, what feels right in that very moment. But complex systems, complex systems don't always cater to what's happening to you right at that very moment. You have to look at things that are happening right then. What happened yesterday? What happened to other people in your family that might have similar physiologies or backgrounds? What happened to, you know, other people that that live like you that come that went to your same school that things that have happened to older people things that you've seen happen with younger people you have to compare all these things and see where it fits in with you and actually make a decision to enjoy or not enjoy something that's different that's a new way of thinking that a lot of people don't do they don't sit down and say how can I dislike something or decide to not have the desire for something? This is an advanced thought procedure that you actually have to really take to heart. I had to stop and say, what did this glass of wine mean to me at night? In, in part, it meant that, you know, like, hey, I'm entitled to this. I deserve a glass of wine. The buzz makes me feel good. I, I kind of feel sophisticated, you know, at night drinking wine. I also, you know, hey, you know, the, some of the healthiest people on earth have a glass of wine every night. I heard it's good for your heart. 
it contains many different, you know, I forgot what they're called. Uh, not tannins, but a scientific term for the things you find in wine that are supposed to be good for the heart. Well, all that aside, it was still messing me up. But I wanted to hold on to those things because it was this notion in my head and I just wanted to hold on to it. But you can actually change the way you think. How do you do? There's a lot of different ways. One way that I did this, and I'll just use the wine example. I'll formalize this later in a in an ebook or something. But in order to create the certain flow state that I wanted, I looked at all the things that I thought or that I was telling myself that I wanted this evening end cap, this, uh, this glass of wine for. I was telling myself, okay, here are these things that I like about it. Is there a better way? How can I feel sophisticated if I don't drink wine? I can feel sophisticated by, I don't know, wearing, wearing satin pajamas. Get online, instead of, instead of buying, you know, a couple nice bottles of wine, get online, buy some satin pajamas. Sounds silly, but you're looking for that same feeling in your head that the wine gave you. If it's sophistication, find other things that make you feel sophisticated. This is replacement therapy, by the way. You kind of start replacing certain things to get the same feeling without whatever the old thing was. You know, get a certain buzz. Why did I need that? Why did I need that buzz? Was I trying to dull the pain of life or of the day? You know, you can, I know it sounds boring, but you can start journaling. I could have started eating sweet potato pie and cake or whatever. Forgot what exactly I decided to eat. And, oh, pomegranate juice. I switched to pomegranate juice. Not a replacement for wine, but it had the same type of heart healthy ingredients in it that wine gave me. So over time, I was like, yes, I can drink the pomegranate juice if I want wine as well. I don't deny myself that. I try not to deny myself anything. I want to give myself everything I want. But I kept thinking to myself, do I really want this? What are the other things I can add to my life that make that less important? Because I really don't want that. I want these feelings that it gives me. I want these extra things that go along with it. And over time, you know, you just start doing less of that thing because you don't get the same feeling from it. And what, what else did I say? I said it was, you know, the sophistication, the, I felt entitled to it. You know, I should be able to, yeah, I should be able to ruin my life if I want to. I, I just invalidated my own excuse. I was like, what do you mean you feel, you know, I should be able to have a glass of wine? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, sh I should be able to run out in the street, you know, into, into traffic if I wanted to. But why do I really want that? So I wrote down a bunch of things. Not now, but I wrote them down previously and just kept running them through my head. Like, you know what? I can drink wine later on, but for right now, I'm just going to have a glass of pomegranate juice. And sometimes I would just keep on like, you know what? Feeling sophisticated, I'll put on some classical music. I'll put on some old jazz tunes or whatever. I'll do that. I'll feel sophisticated. And this isn't to deny myself wine, because if I actually wanted the wine, I would drink some. But I added all these other things, you know. The, that the wine I thought was giving me. And I said, let me do those things. And then after a while, 
drinking the wine just became less and less important. And that leads me back to why I did that in the first place. And that was to stay on my my flow, my robot mode, to stay with what I really wanted. So I had, that's what I was doing to get over that idea of there's something I know that I want to do, so why am I not doing it? You can beat yourself up, you know, if you, what I'm getting at is willpower will not work. Willpower in general doesn't work. It's a short-term thing. It, you know, willpower being, you know, hey, I'm just going to do this because I said I'm going to do it and I'm tough and I'm going to do it and that's how. That's what a lot of gurus will tell you. That's what a lot of books you'll find on the shelves. They're like, hey, you know, just do this or just, or just trick yourself. I'm not about tricking myself. I'm not about, you know, just trying to bash my head against the wall saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to force myself. I actually make it something I enjoy. I change my personality. I change my flow. I change my vibe. This is how I grow. And I think a lot of people can too. I will formalize this at some point, but it's just something I wanted to get off my chest today. Definitely. Thank you for listening. I am going to be back with the lives. going to have a bit a bit more of a production here, maybe at some point. I will be continuing to do Instagram live. I'm not sure if I'm going to get into YouTube or Facebook live. I may start hooking that all up later. But as I roll these out, I'll be taking the select ones and pushing them over to the actual podcast stream so you can check them out at will. I'll be putting them on my my website, mrbinja.com. And this is what I'm doing to get into this new age media flow. I liked what the lives did for me last time, so I'm doing them again. In the same way, I didn't like what wine was doing for me, so I stopped. But if you do want to have a wine, as I said, check out the organic wines from Trader Joe's. They're not bad. They're not the greatest, but they're really not bad. They don't give you as much of a, definitely don't give you as much of a hangover if you drink them that much. But they keep you, they're much more cleanly made. I don't know what's going into these other wines or not going into their production, but yeah, try out some organic wines. If you have some good suggestions, let me know what you think. Put them in the comments later. I don't know. As I said, same thing goes for sugar, wine, playing games, all these little vices, these things that you think you need, you know, washing your car, compulsive cleaning, arguing with people, talking, gossiping, whatever it is. I'm not knocking anything, but just let me tell you this. I stopped drinking wine. I will pick it up again later when I'm in the mood for it. But right now, I do what I want to do, and I'm not going to let anything tell me I can or can't. I, they, you know, Instagram tries to tell me, you know, I can't, I can't pick up, I can't leave my phone down. And I'm like, you know what? I can leave my phone down if I want to. Obviously, I want to pick up my phone and use Instagram because that's how I'm talking to you now. Anyway, long drawn out thing. I'm going to try to keep these around 25 minutes, around 30, 25, 40 minutes or whatever, since we're going to be doing so much more of them. I will plan on doing some deep dives, but I'll let you know about those in the future. Sign up for my email if you want more information on what I'm doing, what I'm putting out, if I do any promotions, Kickstarters, sales on anything. I've got all that coming down the pipeline, but just wanted to jump on tonight to continue the flow that I was talking about, continue my robot mode, continue moving the machine forward. So that's it for me. Get at me. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. 
You all make everything I do possible and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.